0: You're listening to Give Your Life Away, a devotional podcast from Canyon Bible Church of Prescott, designed to equip you with the truth of God's Word and encourage you in the pursuit of ascribing glory to Jesus Christ. Today on the Give Your Life Away podcast, and specifically in the Epistle Project, we are in James 1, verses 19 through 27. James says this, "'Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear.'" for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he is like. But the one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres, being no hearer who forgets but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. If anyone thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue but deceives his heart, this person's religion is worthless. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this to visit orphans and widows in their affliction, and to keep oneself unstained from the world. All throughout this book, James will be critical of the person who claims to be a follower of Christ and does not live out his profession of faith by doing good works. Now, you know that good works do not save a person. It's the faith in Christ that saves a person, faith in the work of Christ. The work of Christ is what saves a person. So that faith is what brings us the salvation but james says that if you have true faith you will have works that follow and that follows what the lord taught it follows what the other writers of the new testament teach it follows specifically ephesians 2 that we were saved by grace through faith and we were saved to what we were saved to good works which god prepared beforehand so if you're really a christian if you really have faith you will have a life of works that follow that so James is going to really give warnings to the person who says that they have faith. And that's all. He, he he says that you are not someone who has true faith. True faith is going to live a certain way. So James says that if you've really been changed by the word of God, if you really have faith, then you will have concern for other people. In these verses... James will highlight three relational realities that you possess if you're truly a doer of the word, if you really have a faith that is active. First, you will not be characterized by anger toward other people. Listen to verses 19 through 21 again. Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filthiness and rampant wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to save your souls anger and subsequent wickedness that comes from anger toward other people keeps you from being a true doer of the word it keeps you from actually being meek and meekness is something that should characterize a believer not an out-of-control anger toward people Uh, for example see the life of Christ Christ was not outrageously angry at, at, at the drop of a hat. He was meek and he was anger, angry at appropriate times, but he was controlled and he knew how to deal with people's fallen nature. The, the believer who is always angry, always always seeking to get back at people, is thinking that this is a way to, to, to fix things. But notice the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. So James is calling out the angry person and really questioning where they are. And so he's telling the believer, you you can't live like this. If you're really a doer of the word, you cannot live like this. Do not expect to be able to claim that you've been saved by the message of God, the gospel, if you are characterized by anger toward other people. You must repent of this anger. The second characteristic that James will highlight the second re- relational reality that you'll possess if you're truly a doer of the word is that your tongue will be bridled if your tongue is not bridled and you have no self-control over your speech you're not living as a doer of the word and James would ask you ask you to consider the Holy Spirit would ask you to consider whether you really have true faith or not if you have faith you'll trust that God will deal with other people your tongue is to be the tongue of Christ which is given to build people up, not to destroy people. If you have true faith, the way your tongue relates to other people will look like the way that Christ's speech related to other people. It won't destroy, it'll build. Third, if you have honestly been changed by the word of God, you will be one who looks out for the vulnerable in society. You will give up your resources to see that they are cared for. This is a New Testament principle that you've heard over and over again throughout this epistle project. Christians meet needs. It's what our Lord did. It's what we do. So in wrapping up, if you would tell James that you are a Christian and that you've been changed by the word of God, in these verses, based on these verses, he would ask you, are you characterized by the speed at which you become angry with people? If you are, then you've got some repenting to do. Next, he'd ask you, who controls your tongue? Do you control your tongue in some out-of-control way? Or does Christ control your tongue in a way that builds up and seeks to speak truth? Or do you gossip? So, so the, James would want to know about your tongue if you told him about your faith. Finally, he'd ask you how exactly it is that you care for the vulnerable around you. Do you have people in need in your in your local church do you have people in need around you who are vulnerable and need help specifically in the christian community james is so audacious that he actually expects you to live like the lord whose word you say has changed you i'm reminded here that if you can read the book of james and not be challenged by the holy spirit then you might be reading it wrongly (laughs) this is a convicting book it's a challenging book but for a believer I would hope that any time you read the book of James, you would be bringing your heart before the Lord in all these matters of obedience and saying continually, change me, change me. Let my faith be increasingly more of a reality, an everyday reality, as I do these good works for you, Lord. James has challenged people to evaluate their profession of faith for hundreds of years, up until now. It's no coincidence that you're hearing this right now. So let me ask you, Is your faith real? Have you really been changed? If you haven't, then confess your sin and believe fully in the message of Christ's salvation. Believe that He saves and makes people to look like Him. And then, after you've confessed that, live with your mouth, your mind, and your resources the way that Christ would have you live for Him today. Live the way he lived with his mouth, his mind, his resources. So if you're convicted by any of this and you're thinking, I don't know if my faith is actually real, if it's really produced a change, if I'm really a doer of the word, then the solution, please hear me, the solution is not go do all these good things. First, confess to the Lord. Repent of your sins. Ask for his forgiveness. And trust that he will increasingly then make you like his son. Then you go out and seek to do those good works, but deal with him first, and then go and live the way he would have you live, putting real, put, putting real fruit to that faith. If you've been encouraged by the Give Your Life Away podcast, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, you'll find us online at canyonprescott.org. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Give Your Life Away. We are alive.